From JMI Wealth, Andrew Callagher, good morning. Yeah, morning, Mike. Speaking of Australia, they also got inflation, though. Everyone's got inflation. Everybody has got inflation, and it's getting domestically getting plenty of airtime, isn't it? Because we had that third quarter print on the 18th of October, 2.2% uh, for uh, for the quarter, 4.9% for the year. Just to remind you, a lot stronger than expected. Um, inflation now here expects to peak in the fives. Not impossible that it will have a six big figure in there, but it was, yes, it was the turn of the Australians yesterday, and the outcome has illustrated that inflation is picking up across the Tasman as well, and there was a really grunty reaction in Australian interest rates, and that flowed over into our interest rates as well. So the Australian situation, Mike, is a little, little bit different. The context is a little bit different. That's because the Australian Central Bank has been holding the line that conditions over there won't require mm. the need for any interest rate rises until 2024. Uh, well, headline inflation was up 0.8% for the quarter, 3% for the year. The Reserve Bank of Australia's preferred measure over there is called the trimmed mean. That's up 0.7%, 2.1% for the year. That 2.1% means inflation is now within their target range of 2 to 3%. Now, just to, again, to give you some context, the measure's the highest quarterly number since December 2013, the annual figure above 2% for the first time since 2015. But of course, Mike, it raises the question of whether or not you need to keep their cash rate or their cash target at just over zero. And financial markets basically said, no, they pushed wholesale rates higher. That's pushed our rates higher again. And I just want to, Mike, I just want to illustrate the, the move because our share market tends to get lots of, you know, it tends to get lots of exposure, but interest rates less so. But just consider these figures. One of our benchmark rates, the five year swap rate, um, at the end of June, I mean, last October, that rate was just above zero. At the end of June, June's not that far away, it was 1.35%. It closed yesterday just under 2.6%. Mm. So it's almost doubled since the end of June and massively higher than it was 12 months ago. So interest rates are really on the march domestically, Mike. Ain't that the truth today to say anything to convince you? No. So a bit of news yesterday around a couple of local companies. So it's been a real roller coaster ride for A2 Milk shareholders, and that has continued. So the milk producer, the seller of Infant Milk Formula, they held an investor day yesterday. So that's when you get lots of institutional analysts go along and they do the deep dive into the company. They released a pack for that early in the day. So the market had that prior to the open. So they had the opportunity to sort of sift through that. And then when A2 opened, they whacked the A2 share price. On Tuesday, it had closed at $7.14. It fell 81 cents yesterday in the end, so down almost 12% on the day. It's been a very volatile period for A2 shareholders. That share price ran up recently on the back of uh, sort of positive indications for what they call the Daigu channel, that personal uh, shopper channel. But that sell-off yesterday prompted by guidance within the presentation pack really interpreted as a downgrade to the medium-term earnings profile versus consensus estimates. So, look, they also sell Chinese and English-labeled products um, in China. The China label sales are expected to be down sharply in the first half of the year, and that offsets good trading expected in the English-labeled product. But I'll just uh, compare this to Scalarup yesterday, Mike. Um, you've got a bit of land, haven't you? You've probably got your red bands in the garage. I got the red band. You know how many pair of red bands I got? Yeah, I'm sure you'll tell me. I got about 18. <laughs>
<laughs> almost as many surfboards as I have. Anyway, it's a, they've had a strong start to the to 22 uh, financial year. They expect profit to be in excess of 10% above previous corresponding period. Quite possibly. What do you need 18 pairs of gumboots for? For guests. <laughs> so when people come to the land, I thought about this. So when people come to the land they and it's and it's buggy and I go, did you bring your gumboots? And of course, everyone goes, no. I go, don't yeah. worry, what size are you? And I got a pair of gumboots for them. There you go. But at the moment, you can only have 10 people to your picnic, can't you? So yeah, that's true. Eight, eight, eight orphans. Um, anyway, Scalar up. Share price nice and steady, uh, or a nice steady 2.6% gain yesterday, holding above six bucks. That's how you do it. Good stuff. Give me the numbers. The numbers. Uh, the Dow Jones uh, down a little bit. Uh, just a little bit of weakness in some of the financials. 35672 down 84. Uh, the S&P 500 holding steady 4575. And the NASDAQ, uh, Microsoft uh, and Alphabet uh, both are doing okay there. 15,347 up 111 points. Uh, the FTSE 100 lost 24, 7253. The Nikkei lost 8, 29098. Uh, the Shanghai Composite lost 35, 3562. The ASX 200 eked out a five-point gain yesterday, 7448. But we lost 55 points on the NZX 50, closing at 13,020. That's about 0.4%. Kiwi, though, stronger. 0.7184 against the US, 0.9542 Aussie, 0.6188 Euro, uh, 0.5224 pounds, 81.69 yen. Gold, $1,794.93 and some relief on the oil price, $84.25. Good stuff. See you tomorrow. Andrew Kelleher, jmywealth.co.nz.